365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and you're very welcome to episode 22 of Purple Psychology. I'm Maria O'Riordan. Thank you for listening in 50 countries now around the world. We're delighted we got to 50, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. You're welcome. Great. <laughs> we were hoping it would get this far in about a year. We got there in less than four months. So beat a goal in less than four months. I'm happy with that. This episode, we want to start off by talking a little bit about nature, nurture. I actually find it very difficult to say those two words. <laughs> yes, it's one of the big arguments that, you know, that you end up having, you know, in the pub with people, you know, what, what matters more, like the environment that you grow up in or your genetics. Um, it depends on your personality um, a lot as to how you actually react to different situations. I always have these arguments with people that some people can grow up in chaotic homes and turn out very chaotic with a lot of the same recurring patterns while other people's will, will really break the mould. And why is that? Um, it's easier, I think, to understand it when you start to look at very simple things like when you go into a shop um, and you always say to me, like, why are people so nice back to us? And it's because you treat them a certain way and you have a certain expectation um, and you sort of, some people respond exceptionally well to having very good role models. So it really matters, like when we go in and work in a company, how you actually treat people, because what you set out is what you get back. I do not respond well to bad manners. I know, but <laughs> similarly, if you automatically treat people very well with very good manners, you actually get this back. Um... And it, it is very personality driven because some personalities will react so badly like you to bad manners that, that you know, that you, you'll just get a completely negative response. Um, where I just take my business elsewhere. Yes. Whereas other people um, must have praise in order to succeed. It's, it's really, it's quite fascinating. I asked you this question recently before your laryngitis bout. Because I was fascinated, people were constantly for years commenting to us separately and together about, you know, we go into a coffee shop or whatever, or an environment or a restaurant, whatever, and just we just seemed to feel like five minutes later we're best friends with the owner and lifelong buddies. And it was I was asking you about this and I, I just wanted it explained. Um, we, we don't tend to make assumptions on people. It's quite interesting in Ireland. The service industry is not really seen as a profession. Um, a lot of people do it as part-time and we tend to automatically gravitate towards the people who are there, who are earning money, who've already got an internship on Wall Street and who are leaving in four months' time. But we tend to have those conversations with people, whereas a lot of people don't tend to look under the surface. And actually, we're going to talk a lot more about Denmark in the next episode. And this becomes really interesting in Denmark, actually, is this whole psyche of how you view people and the assumptions that you make on face value. It's been very interesting, actually, to work with companies in Scandinavia over the past few years. Yes, they've a, there's a very different mindset there. How you react to the environment and the situations and what crops up is very personality-driven. Your environment doesn't necessarily make or break you, but your personality will will drive what you take out of it, good and bad. 
Okay, excellent. Thanks for clearing that up. Now let's move on to personality in the workplace. Recently, we were asked by a very large magazine, business magazine in the United States, I mean, sold globally, to comment on this. And we decided we wanted to have nothing at all to do with it because we didn't want to be associated with it. I'm quite terrified about the whole personality testing in the workplace. What it doesn't do, going back to the earlier part of this podcast, is it doesn't tell you how people are going to react together and react to the situations and the trends and the shifts within your business. Yes, it will put you in a box. Um, and in particular, um, David Kersey's model has been used a lot in the workplace. He has his merits. Um, I, I do agree with a lot of his work on ADHD. Um, it's just very interesting that when I map out how we work with people in terms of the processing scales and I get down to, to really nitty-gritty depth within the personalities and what they need and the elements that each person needs and I actually map it out and I map it against David Kersey's model, it comes out very badly, especially for one particular group of people who can be seen to be quite linear in terms of their processing and the fact that they don't have multiplicity and they don't have all four ways of working. So you're saying that David Kersey's model has come out badly for the people you're working with? Yes, the people who people struggle to get the best out of or to recognise what their place is, they tend to put them into very narrow box-ticking sort of jobs. They certainly don't use the broad spectrum of their abilities and they certainly don't use this linearity in the way that it actually works really well. And these people tend to use uh, practical in particular very different to other people. Why do these online personality tests terrify you so much in the workplace? Um, because I, it's just it's just incredibly limiting and people aren't enjoying the workplace. Um, nobody enjoys being put in a box. They don't necessarily enjoy all working with the same type of people with mini clones of them all, all sitting in the one environment. It makes it quite quite boring for them. Um, you know, most, most people are not, in, not enjoying the workplace. Um, and then most employees are wondering why they're not getting the best out of it. And I said to you recently that I thought that one of the quite household name um, consulting companies out there is not doing too well. Oh yeah, and you made that prediction and look what happened. And interestingly they've now brought in really performance driven targets um, in order to, to sort of, and, and this is what happens because when people don't perform and they don't they don't like the box they put you in and they don't get the results um, um, out of the box that they've put you into and the targets and the performance that they want, then they start putting performance targets on you and deadlines and more and more pressure. And they haven't really looked at how your personality um, reacts to pressure because not everybody reacts well to pressure. Uh, most people, in fact, crumble in, in a negative situation like that. As a, you know, a journalist putting my journalistic spin on their press release, if you like, during the week, my interpretation is that this is their way of getting rid of a lot of staff very quickly. Well, I, I think they have certainly been one of the people who have looked for only one particular type of staff. And this is what those personality type models have done. They have gone out and only looked for a type of staff. And now they have a large number of that type of staff. Hundreds of thousands of them. Yeah, and, and it's not working very well for them. Um, and of course, I said earlier on that some personalities really need praise to, to actually to achieve. And that definitely isn't fitted into this model. Um, so there's a good third of the workforce that are not going to achieve. 
It was a boomerang question. Someone came back and asked about, you know, is the world really obsessed with introverts and extroverts and are there just two types of people in the world? You have some strong views on this. Well, it does feel a bit at the moment like it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter where, you know, the world is not divided into good people and death eaters, as Sirius puts it at one point. The world is not divided into introverts and everyone else. Um, And what was really funny was I read an article a couple of weeks ago and then it defined the four types, I think, of introverts, which was actually the other aspects of your character that really matter, that go with introversion. And, you know, as if it was, you know, new groundbreaking work. But it isn't really. It was just talking about all the other elements that matter too. Um, yes, I, I, I think there's been some cultures where being a bit quieter and being a bit shy and not wanting to speak up in school and maybe not wanting to buy a Ferrari at a certain age and not wanting everyone to know where you live and all that goes with that projection of like the Hollywood celebrity lifestyle that not everyone has fitted into that. And I think those cultures now are really focusing on introverts is to explain why some people just don't fit into that. Actually, just a thought in recent weeks in Ireland, we now have postcode zip codes for the very first time ever because the country is expanding. It's a little more complicated. It's always been complicated to send a post in Ireland. So I was a little terrified getting my air code in the post and realizing oh my god the irony was that two days later I was receiving an important package from Spain and it got lost for a week in Dublin (laughs) have you thoughts on introverts and extroverts and how they react to information like their postcode being out there on the internet well I I suppose the extrovert won't mind providing they live in a house that they think they want everyone to know that they, they live in and the introverts won't want anyone to have their address and interestingly, the only people who usually send me posts and send me cards are always introverts. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, thank you for being here. Thank you. That is episode 22 of Purple Psychology. Further details, as always, do explore purplepsychology.com. Thank you for listening in 50 countries around the world. Looking forward to speaking to you next episode. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.